0: Yes, welcome. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. I'm fiddle-fucking with some stuff here because uh, we're back at it by myself. Back at it all alone on the road again because uh, I've been recording bass talk and I've been having a bunch of guests and I've been very occupied with that and I'm super excited to release it. It's been so nice Uh, actually having guests, but I'm not going to stop doing this podcast because this is my baby This is my little baby that I've taken from, um, being a nothing sitting in the basement of the Bando back in 2018 when I was producing the DJ Cotton podcast. And, um, I remember everybody was partying upstairs one day and I said, you know what, I want to try to record a podcast episode and I recorded one and then nobody gave a shit for a good two years. And it's not like that many people give a shit now, but, um, Yeah, dude, I'm going to do this podcast until I'm like 90. Until I'm some senile old man and I have to have some caretaker come in and wipe my hairy butthole. Um, I went down to the pool earlier, so hopefully I got some nice color going. I hope my skin is glistening in the light. It glistens in the light. Um, And I smell like a whole Riley Reed after a gangbang. Um, at least I smelled like one dude. I think they like just chlorinated the pool or something like that. Then when these little like guys that goes in the pool and then just does its own thing. Um, and then, so I went in there and I like to do this thing where the, the water's like, uh, the, I think it's five, five. Wait, well, how does that work? How tall am I? Damn, tall boys in this bitch. Because uh, I think the, the water's like, it says five. Feet. Oh, I guess that makes sense. A whole foot. Yeah, so the water's like five something. And so, like, I'll go on my knees on the Kona, and then I'll have my book and my arms hanging out at a wada, And I'll just be hanging out and reading a book and uh, looking at uh, asses. And uh, it's pretty cool stuff. But yeah, like I said, I think they just chlorinated the pool. And um, I smelled like. Six black guys, blue loads on me. Hey, okay, that's a terrible. Um, you know what? I, what I also think is weird. Like, I know I'm not the most um, like masculine. You know, giant muscles, deep voice, all that type of voice. Although I am the definition of an alpha male because I don't give a fuck what any of you think, and I do whatever I want, and I set the trends. Um, but it's always funny. Like, I would never call myself. I never be, would be like I'm an alpha male. Um, but then you get these guys, like if you click on one of those videos and you get a bunch of those videos on YouTube and it's just these fucking geeks They're just like, oh, if you want to learn how to be an alpha male, watch this. Then they want to sell you a course on being an alpha. male. If you have to buy a course, if you have to pay some geek to tell you, um, to not care about what all the other geeks think, you're definitely not an alpha male. But, um, It is. I do like existing more. In I've been really thinking about this because um, I really don't like hanging out at the comedy clubs all the time. I mean, I do enjoy it, but um, I get kind of. I think sometimes my favorite part is when a comedian stops talking and I can finally stop. I can't just sit there and like not do anything for that long. But I like hanging out. You know, on the. And outside and talking to people for sure but actually going to comedy shows even if it's a really famous comedian I don't ever watch specials you know so that's why I know I'm a fraud because I'll hang out with other comics I'm talking about all these specials they know everything they know all the people I don't know all the people I don't watch the specials so I just realize I am a hack um, and I like existing more in the self-help space or anywhere or like philosophy and like stoicism, stoicism and stuff like that where and i think you can make that funny so that's why i'm trying to get my shit dialed in where i want to talk about real life i don't even like politics like i don't watch the news people are like oh you you your shit's turned political like sure i guess it has but i don't watch the, i have no fucking idea what's going on the last piece of news i saw was like isabella riley posting uh the fucking drag queens dancing for kids in dallas that's the last like political clip. I, I don't watch politics. I can't stand it. I'm not going to sit there and turn on my TV. And it doesn't fucking matter what these politicians are doing. It matters what you're doing. It's not Obama's fault. It's not Trump's fault. It's not butthole Biden's fault. I mean, sure, sure, inflation's out of control. And yes, that is all. Well, it's not actually Biden's fault because Biden has no idea what he's going on because he's a senile old poor man. And y'all need to leave that motherfucker alone. And let him retire, and let him die in peace. Can you imagine? You go your whole life, you do a stressful job like that for so long. Then in your final years, these assholes tell you, you need to go and take on some shitty job when you just probably want to hang out with your wife and hang out with your son. And hopefully, he doesn't smoke a bunch of crack in a bathtub and lose his teeth. You just want to wind down, and now you got to go and give speeches and give excuses for why gas is $7 a gallon like you have any fucking idea when you don't even remember where your bedroom's at and you just want a glass of milk that's some cold shit dude the things that people do for power I mean he's definitely just a, a like shadow puppet you know government plant like he has no idea and if you didn't see that back in 2020 I mean they really pumped and pulled some shit for the debates he he did very well in the debates with Trump but um I mean <sighs> You know, everybody's, every dog has its day, you know, every, I mean, you can be the biggest buster ever and you can go out and you can meet the hottest girl ever and take her home and do your thing. Um, uh, I've been laughing. I met this girl the other night. Well, actually, I've met her before. I met her when I came down to Austin the first time. Um, but she's, uh, she's a dancer and uh, she's just telling me, I was just like ran into her and she's, Tell me about how uh, she quit her job that day because a guy puked on her ass. And I was like, "Wow, there really is." Um, you know, I, I like to make. Jo- I like to pick on. I like to pick on the ladies, but I mean, I love women. I would way rather be around women than dudes. I mean, I love female company. I love. I don't really like confided women because I don't trust anybody. But I love being around women way more than guys. Like chilling with the boys does nothing for me, unless it's like my real, real, real friends, which there's maybe like four or five of them. You know what I mean? Besides, I don't really like hanging out with dudes. Um, and so when I rip on women, it's just, I don't know. It's funny, dude. It's like, in my family, it was kind of this thing like with my grandpa growing up too. It was like, if he didn't pick on you, he didn't like you. And so it's like, when I make jokes about women uh, is because that's the only people I really care about. Um, but anyways, what the fuck was I talking about? I was talking about, uh, oh yeah, this chick getting her ass puked on. Um, Like you don't you think like oh you know like Bill Burr has that joke about stay at home moms making fun of Oprah calling them the backbone of society you're not the we're just the hardest job in the world when she doesn't even have kids and he's like oh you're gonna throw your back out putting a DVD in the DVD player I'm like <laughs> that's the funniest shit ever I like how the funniest pocket, the funniest part of this podcast ever was just a two second clip of quoting Bill Burr um. But yeah, so you think about oh, none of these girls are out here lining up to do construction? Yeah, you know, we always talk about all this like male privilege and all this stuff like that. No, we need to give women a seat at the table, which we do. But you never see him begging for a seat at the fucking oil rig or on the uh, on the crab boat, you know, or the guy in the manhole with all the cockroaches crawling on him. You guys see that video? Was anybody surprised he didn't turn around and say he identifies as a chick? No. Nobody ever wants to break that patriarchy. Nobody ever wants to break the patriarchy of the guy getting up at 4.30 and laying concrete all day. Um, but, you know, I would rather lay concrete than have somebody puke on my asshole. Um, if I had to... <laughs> if I had to go into work every night and just, like, conversate with people that I don't want to... That's, like, the worst customer job, customer service job ever, dude. But, um, what else do you do? You know, I think it's kind of hard once you get into, once you start doing something like that, once you start getting quick cash, I mean, it's got to be really hard to go from being a drug dealer to having a normal job or being like a stripper and going and having a normal job. Um, yeah, dude, I can't imagine how hard that would be. Um, I don't know, dude, but. Yeah, what did I want to talk about? I want to talk about how uh, sick I am of... You know, how smooth that transition was? Not at all, but who cares? I'm not going to edit it. I am so sick of people talking about all the evil deeds that America has done. Because yes, nobody has a perfect past. Do you have a perfect past? Have you ever done some really just ratchet, slutty shit? I'm sure you have. I'm sure you've done some terrible things to people. I'm sure you've stolen something. I'm sure there's people... Okay, we're asking for like prison reform, Right. We don't want all these people rotting in jail for something they did 20 years ago, but then also we want to just carry the legacy of this country down for some shit that happened in the 1800s that everybody's very well aware that was wrong. I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm kind of getting over it because it's always like these young sheltered white kids do. Like... I know how this sounds. This is the corniest thing ever, but dude, it's like, I fucking love black people. Black people are so, like, the coolest, most sincere people I've ever met in my life have been black people that really haven't come from shit. Like, their character development and just the people they are like, they, I have never, ever in my fucking life had a, uh, like, a, a black person be any sort of, like, terrible to me. You know what I mean? Unless it was, you know, I'm just saying in general, that's like a general statement. It sounds like I'm trying to be virtuous or something like that, but it's just always these fucking privileged white. And you see how this is like backtracking because the privileged white people want to call right leaning white people racist because they aren't running around saying that they are racist. But then it's like, I've never had any sort of beef with any, if anything, I, I prefer, like I prefer hanging out with black guys and women because black dudes are hilarious. Like we come from the same school of thought. It's like all about loyalty. There's ways you move. Um, like, like you don't, I've ever, anytime I've ever hung out with like a social group of black dude, there's always, there's rules to the shit. You know what I mean? There's things you don't do. And it's like, that's just kind of how I grew up in Germany too. In the neighborhood, there's just certain rules that if you don't follow these rules, there's politics. If you don't do them, you get annexed. And then I kind of, um, when I get around like, Upper class white people It's just kind of a free for all. Everybody runs their mouth, and there's just certain things that they do that I'm not very accustomed to, and I don't feel comfortable around it. Um, so, if anything, I identify more with like hood black dudes from how I grew up. But um, I'm just very sick of. Well, so, I mean, if you if you were like if you go in the hood, you'll meet just like the nicest, especially like old old guys. You know, you just meet just the nicest people. They they don't look at you and think of you as some white devil they're just cool. They're nice. You know what I mean? And um, there's just a lot of people just really hanging on to this notion that America is just this crazy, terrible place. And it's like these young college students and stuff like that. And um, how do I word this properly? Besides it just being so obviously exhausting, I would make the argument and I'm no historian that America has one of the cleanest. Okay, what we did to the Native Americans was fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there, but sure. Slavery was fucked up, okay. But look at everywhere else, man. People say, oh, America's not that great. Europe is better. Are you fucking kidding? Europe was systematically eradicating Jews like 60 years ago. Well, 80 now. Like Germany, like, oh, Germany has such good medical system. Oh, the German people are so welcome to immigrants. Oh, the German people. I'm fucking German. I grew up in Germany. I'm a German immigrant. I'm going to tell you right now, no, the Germans are fucked up. (laughs) There's a dark vibe over there, dude. That's why I don't like it. There's a dark vibe. And the healthcare system, it takes forever to go see a fucking doctor for one, but I don't even want to get into that. Um, it is nice, though, because you just have some you just go like my mom had a stroke and everything was covered. Our healthcare system is definitely fucked up. Like I had to go see a doctor recently and I was just having these weird like panic attacks. I was taking some like, okay, how, how, what's the most least boring version of this story? I will come back to the America thing. But I just want to shit on doctors really quick. So I've been having digestional issues for a long time. They keep telling me it's psychosomatic. They keep telling me it's like anxiety related. I'm like, well, dude, I don't have anxiety besides I don't get nervous about shit, but I get nervous I'm going to shit my pants. And would be like, well, you have this anxiety loop. So we're going to give you some anxiety meds. But anxiety meds are the same thing as antidepressants. And I don't really feel sad ever. Um, sometimes I feel numb and shit like that, but that's just my mechanism to cope with the world. So they give me these antidepressants. And I feel like I'm just on cloud nine for a good two weeks. Uh, and it did actually really help my stomach out a lot. But then, um, all of a sudden I was sitting there at, uh, at my job one day and I started just get kind of like hyperventilating and I started like kind of getting this weird, like brain buzz. And I forget there's a term for it. It's called like brain. It's, it feels like a brain freeze, but it's not like. I don't know. It's weird. It's like a little kind of like a I sort of feel myself like stroking out, I was like what the hell's going on right now? And I started getting uh, low blood pressure from them and I started getting really dizzy. So I just instantly stopped that shit. And it's um, so why I instantly stopped shit, but I still kept getting these dizzy spells. And I mean, Texas is really hot and I, I sometimes I'll go just like a whole day without drinking any water or anything like that. But um, and I started getting in my head that I was having these heart attacks, right? And I don't have health insurance right now. <laughs> and uh, and so I go to a cardiologist just because I I go to a normal doctor and then they say, okay, we can't find anything wrong with you. You got to go get an EKG or whatever. I call my buddy Baus, who's who's a paramedic. Hope I'm saying that right. Paramedic is the big dick one. EMT, yeah, I think paramedic is the right one, the one that actually infused drugs. And um, so I call him usually when I have any sort of... <laughs> I'm such a hypochondriac. Um, but so he tells me, no, you're probably just dehydrated and having an anxiety from like uh, coming off of the antidepressants, like having basically basically withdrawal syndromes and shit like that. But so just to be safe, I go and see a cardiologist because I was recommended, right? But I don't have health insurance. So I'm just so bugging what the bill's gonna be, and so I had some serious health issues back in 2020, some like autoimmune shit, and I had full coverage, full benefits, all, all that shit, right? But so every time I'd go to the doctor, I'd still have to pay like at least 200 bucks, even with my health insurance. And then I'll get the bill and I would cover a little bit. Once I'd hit a deductible of like $3,000, they would start covering stuff. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm insured. So if I get sick, I'm good. But I'm still coming out of pocket for all these medical bills, right? And so now I just say, well, fuck it. I'm just going to come out of pocket. I just want to make sure I'm not having a goddamn heart attack. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy that I'm in there without insurance. Then I was all done. Like, okay, well, it's going to be uh, $130 or something like that. And I was like, okay, you know, it is what it is. At least now I know I'm not dying, even though I am wearing this little like heart monitor thing right now that I got to turn in on the 9th. But, um, and then I'm thinking like, okay, well, when I had insurance, I'm paying you know, what, 70 bucks a paycheck. So I'm paying 140 bucks a month to have coverage. And then when I go to the doctor, I still have to pay 80% of whatever that 130 would have been. So basically what I'm saying, is it's better to not have health insurance unless you get really fucked up. But if you get really fucked up, um, you have bigger problems anyways. But yeah, don't have health insurance, I guess. But yeah, when people are talking shit about America, like we have this big... um which we do. You know, nobody has, like I said, nobody has a perfect path past. Think about yourself. We've all done terrible things, you know? So as a country, when you get millions of people, yeah, there's going to be some shitty mob mentality type stuff going on. But, um, like look at Genghis Khan, for instance, right? Like, like humanity's just fucked up. Don't put it on America. America has been the best. Because look at anywhere else in the world. If you like Asia, they were, Asia so fucking racist. They were all killing each other in the forties. Like Japan was trying to conquer everything, fucking everybody up. And then if you go to like South America, now it's all cartel fucking everything up. And the child slavery, human trafficking, all that shit's still going on everywhere else. You go to Africa, you got child soldiers, you go to Eastern Europe, there's wars going on. Russia's invading Ukraine. You know, everywhere you go, the world's fucked up. So if anything, America is the good guy. You know, like look at Paris. There's constant riots and terrorist attacks and all this shit going on in the Middle East. I don't even want to talk about it. So it's like, how are you going to say that America is this big evil place? You know, it's like, yeah, we're not perfect, but we're trying. For the most part, most people you meet are good. You see these extreme whack job cases on the news. That's why I don't watch this shit because I don't want to think that you know, badly of people. And I'm sure, you know, after everything I just mentioned, I'm sure if you go anywhere else, most people are good. But um, just like the history of humanity, you know what I mean? Nobody's been perfect. And if anything, America has been the good guy. And that's why everybody wants to come here. You. That's why you see people hanging off airplanes, getting out of, a, trying to leave Afghanistan, falling from the fucking sky or people tearing their families up to come immigrate here, you know? Um, but yeah, so like, Genghis Khan, for instance, what he would do, he would go and conquer different civilizations and then just kill all the men and then enslave all the or basically just kidnap all the women so that because okay, what he would do is he would take all the women, he would take all the hot women in his tribes, he would just have it would just big this big polygamous fuck fest with Ganga. That's why everybody's related to Genghis Khan. He would just have this big polygamist fuck fest with everybody and then uh, he would go and kill all the men, all the fighting men and then he would take all the like not so hot women that he wasn't gonna fuck fest for himself and then he would give them to all the like lower status men in his tribes just to, like keep them happy and keep them fucking. So he just kept building these civilizations and he would go into new ones, kill all the men, steal all the women, I was like, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? That's human history. Like, think about how wild that is. I don't know, dude. Y'all be tripping, dude. Everybody's mad about something. Everybody's mad about something, but nobody's perfect. But I think for the most part, everybody's trying to be a good person. And the craziest, nobody, nobody thinks they're the bad guy. Even these fucking whack jobs like a Joseph Stalin or an Adolf Hitler or something like that. They thought in their heads, they thought that they're doing the right thing. Um, but that's why we need to have dialogue. You know what I mean? That's why everybody just fucking yelling at each other. It's like this, even that shit going on in Dallas with the 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 drag queens dancing for kids. You know, it's like instead of standing out there and I, I 100% disagree with it. I don't think there's any difference in in that than taking your kid to a strip club or something like that. Like if I'm a straight white guy and I, and I want to take my eight year old to a titty bar, that is fucking weird. Um, and if you're in the LGBTQ community and you take an eight-year-old to a drag show where they're like wearing skimpy clothes and collecting dollar bills, like, I don't know, dude, it's one thing to like bring your child to pride and like let them know that, you know, the, the gay community are humans too and to like not think down about them. But you would really need to be stuffing dollar bills and some <laughs> some he, she's garter belt. Do you really need to be doing that? I don't think so. But also if I'm just going to go down there and like yell at people, they're just going to hate me even more. They're going to just to despise me, to despise this big tall white guy who's upset about their nine year old stuffing dollar bills and fucking some dude, some chick with tree trunk legs and a huge stuffed ass and a disgusting wig. Um, it's just to despise me even more, and just to troll me even more. They're just gonna groom their children even more. Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. The world's fucked up. But that's why we need to have dialogue. We need to sit down and just talk about these things. Like, if you sat down, but I don't think these people are smart enough. Like most people on the left aren't are not. They don't think deeper than the initial uh, emotional response. You know, like I got a buddy back home. He's a real good guy, but he's just kind of like lib brainwashed because. I don't know i won't get into the details about it but i just i know he's smarter than what he puts out there and just kind of like those constantly talk about oh defunding the police you know the police are a pro which whatever dude i don't really like cops but i know we need them but i don't want nothing to do with cops so i don't do anything illegal it's very fucking simple um i don't know dude and if you like if you're getting ran up on some kind you can you can ask Most like, I mean, I've heard this straight from hood dudes mouths, you know, they say, okay, if you get ran up on the cops, don't do anything you wouldn't do in a robbery. You're going to be all right. Like, even if you have drugs on you and shit like that, like if a cop just walks up on you and you just talk to them, they can't do shit. They need to have reasonable suspicion. But if you start running and yelling, now they got reasonable suspicion to shake you down and do whatever they want to you. So you don't ever give them any reason to fuck with you and you won't, you shouldn't have a problem, you know, but, um, was I talking about conversations? Oh, it's slipping my mind. I hate it when it's happening. It's so close. Let me reel it back in. Cops. Oh, yeah. So this dude, he talks about how oppressive the police are and how violent they are towards citizens and how we can't trust the police. Which is an emotional response. You know, it's not thinking about the reality, it's not looking like, okay, what's happened to Seattle as soon as we took the police presence out? You know what I mean? And then the next week, a shooting happens, which is terrible. And I do think they should raise the fucking age to twenty-one to own an assault rifle. Like, oh, there's certain things about Republicans that I find really stupid that they don't see that it's kind of. If you have a military ID, sure, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. You should be able to buy beer and buy an AR. But if you're just like some dumbass eighteen-year-old, I mean, come on. You know, do you really need to buy a AR fifteen or anything? bigger than I don't know seems kind of crazy to me but but then it's like okay we need to take all guns away so we we the police are these brutal aggressors these tyrants you know oppressing people but then you want them to be the only ones that are armed have you seen the footage of uh I agree with you that there's fucked up cops but have you that's why that's why I don't want to give up all my shit dude have you seen Um, you know, I say, Oh, well, if the cops are gonna come after you, what are you going to do with an AR 15? Dude, they didn't enter a school with an untrained 18 year old shooting up a bunch of children for like an hour and a half. So you're telling me if the United States of America decided like, nah, dude, we're not playing this shit. and You get a bunch of trained militias being being like, nah, I want to put our fucking foot down. You think that would not have an impact on this country? Come on, dude. That's why nobody, if anybody ever tried to invade the U.S., like the private militias would just fuck up almost any military uh, given they have air, given they don't have air support. But yeah, so how are you going to say that the cops are these dangerous people, which some of them are for sure, and then you want to take the only thing keeping them from treating us like the Australians or the Chinese were treating their people? You know, you want the same people that were telling you to stay inside for two years over the fucking flu with the 99.9% survival rate and to cover your face like some idiot. You want the same people telling you to do that shit that ran California into the ground, that ran all these economies into the ground. But Walmart gets to be open. Walmart and Target get to be open, but mom and dad, pop shop need to close down. And then they print trillions of dollars, and they give you 1,400 bucks, and now you're paying for all the inflation afterwards for the next couple of years. These retards. So you want these people that told you to stay inside to take away the one thing that told that made them not be able to really tell you to stay inside or not shut down your business. you have dialogue and meet in the middle, dude. We need to meet in the middle and just idea. Fuck each other. Like, like we need to, we need to get back to speaking with each other, but I'm going to get off my pedestal and I'm going to check out, um, please leave a rating. Please leave a review. If you enjoy this podcast, please tell a friend, um, If you're a Latina single with a a thick, um, hit me up. And uh, the rest of y'all have a great week. And um, yeah, thank you so much. We out.